Priscilla is the latest film by writer-director Sofia Coppola, who you may know from films like Lost in Translation and Marie Antoinette. And she specializes in making films where we get inside the interior life of young women and we get an insight into something that isn't often seen on screen. In this film, she turns her attention to the young Priscilla Presley to be. We meet her when she's just a very young schoolgirl in Germany, living with her American parents on a military base. And the glamorous super celebrity Elvis Presley comes to town. He's doing his military service and he meets her at a party. They fall in love and get married. I was really looking forward to this film because I love Sofia Coppola's films. And because, you know, after watching the Austin Butler Elvis film last year by Baz Luhrmann, I'm kind of primed to be interested in the other side of this story. So Priscilla's story. But I have to say that while this film was well enough directed and acted, I did leave wondering why it was made. The plot can be summarized as child is groomed by celebrity, coercively controlled, is fine with it until she isn't. And maybe there's a film in that, but I never felt that Sofia Coppola really got under the skin of Priscilla. And without that, it just becomes a rather frustrating film where I left it at the end, not really understanding more about the story than I had known at the start from Wikipedia or from, you know, gossip site articles and with a very superficial understanding of what had happened. When we meet Priscilla, she's just 14 years old and very visibly an immature young girl. And I have to say, Kaylee Spaney, who plays her, gives a really good performance and shows the sort of naivete and puppy love that she has for Elvis. The way in which Elvis's fellow US soldier picks her up for a party feels very icky. It feels like Elvis has procured her. And I'm a bit frustrated with Sofia Coppola that we never understand whether this is unusual and Priscilla is somehow special or whether this was his standard operating procedure. In other words, did Elvis have a thing for underage girls? Because at this point, I mean, he is 10 years older than her and visibly looks so. Part of the the genius of the casting is that Sofia Coppola has chosen Jacob Elordi to play Elvis. He might be best known to you for his lead role in the HBO TV series Euphoria. And he really embodies Elvis very well. Um, He gets the accent pitch perfect. But he's well over six and a half feet tall, so he towers over Priscilla. And you see everything in their power imbalance in that relationship. He is in control. He's the celebrity. She has to fit in with him. And he treats her like a little China doll. He dresses her up. She has to wear the clothes he likes. She's just an accessory. And when he goes off and travels around on concert tours and making movies and having affairs with those actresses, she's just left alone in Graceland. I felt like in the early part of this film, before we get to Graceland, very important scenes are omitted. And I'm not sure if that's because Sofia Coppola is trying to soften the blow of what happens in this film, because this film has been made with Priscilla Presley's um, cooperation. So as I said before, we never know if this was Elvis's standard operating procedure or whether Priscilla was an inverted commas special. And we also never see the scene in which Elvis goes to talk to her parents and convinces them to send her to America to live with him even though she's still a teenager, and to sign over guardianship, which just seems seems insane. But I guess the logic for that is that Sofia Coppola wants to show this very much from Priscilla's perspective. 
So once we get to Graceland, which is the majority of the film, Priscilla is basically a mute doll dressed up by Elvis. We don't really see her interior life, but we do get the claustrophobia of Graceland because she's never really allowed to leave unless she's going to school. And we see the coercive control. He controls every aspect of what she eats, what she wears. Um, He's pumping her full of drugs to stay awake with him, to then stay awake through school. I mean, she just really looks strung out for most of it. While my mind was wandering watching this film, because I did, I'm afraid, turn off a little bit, I was thinking what might have attracted Sofia Coppola to this story and kept seeing parallels to the film Marie Antoinette, because both Marie Antoinette and Priscilla Presley are barely teenagers plucked from loving but rather provincial family homes and taken to these glamorous estates, which become their prisons, complete with courtiers. Both young girls are overwhelmed by rules about what they can do, who they can see, what they can wear. And even on a more trivial note, as the films go on, their hair becomes taller. Um, In both films, Sofia Coppola declines to show us life beyond the gates. And even in shot framing and construction, there are very similar choices. So you can compare and contrast the egregious shots of luscious, glutinous food in both films. In Marie Antoinette, it's all those pastries and creamy eclairs and macaron from Laderay. And in this film, it's successive plates of junk food placed outside of Elvis's door. I think for me, though, the difference is that Marie Antoinette had stakes. It wasn't just an unhappy marriage. It was a political crisis. You know, an unhappy marriage in pre-revolutionary France is a political matter. Whereas Priscilla is, quote, unquote, just the story of an unhappy marriage. And in a sense, Coppola cannot mine Priscilla's interior life because I think that the impression we're meant to have is that Priscilla doesn't have an interior life until she leaves Elvis. You know, this is a girl sort of trapped in amber. She's not allowed to take decisions for herself or to mature in the way that a normal teenage girl would mature. So she doesn't really know herself until she starts to break free from Elvis and to leave him. And that's a really valid point and a really tragic story. But because that that awakening only happens at the very end of the film when she finally leaves Graceland, We never get to enjoy that part of Priscilla and to understand her as an actuated woman. And we're just left with the China doll for the vast majority of the film. And as such, while beautifully put together, photographed, the costume design, the production design is lovely. I just felt this was rather a hollow and ultimately superficial film. So for me, Priscilla was very much a two star film. If you watch it, I really hope you get on better with it than I did. It's rated R and has a running time of 113 minutes. It played the Venice and London Film Festivals. It opens in the United States on November 3rd, so tomorrow, and it opens in the United Kingdom on January the 5th, 2024. 